Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the wonderful Wheel of Life and another international transmission of You Can't See Us with Starfire and Charlie. Oh yeah. Yes. It's good to be back. I, w- I wasn't part of the podcast last week. It yeah. is good to be back. We missed you last week. Well. We missed you too, E.T. Well. It's good. We got, we got Charles Shafter here. Big Dan. Big Dan. Wolf. And E.T. Hello, children. How's it going, E.T.? It's going good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. What have you been up to? Nothing. <laughs> Hanging out. Nothing. Just having a good time. Nothing. L-I-V-I-N. <laughs> Just chilling. You yes. spent some time up in Tulsa. I did. The world was burning down up there. Yeah, I heard that uh, shit's on fire up there. It was. I think they lost like 200 homes or something. Damn. Over 200. Anywhere close to uh, your parents' house or anything? Yeah, just six miles west. Shit. They evacuated the whole town. But you stayed there with a garden hose, right? Just ready? No, I stayed there with a video camera. <laughs> <laughs> to document. Yeah. Right on. It was nature, you know. So it he was. Can't, as as a investigator and a journalist, he can't affect, you know, right. what's you, gonna happen. You just wanna see it go down. Right. Sometimes you have to be in the middle of it. <laughs> And I was. And it was raining ashes. It was really uh, apocalyptical. He's got a video. Is that a word? Yeah, I think it is. Apocalyptic. Yeah, that's better. A- Apocalypto, Apocalypto is is, uh, is a movie. Yeah, It's a damn good movie, too. Did he invent that word? I don't know if he invented it, but he titled his movie. He commandeered it. Apocalypto. Apocalypto. So, so it looked like the world was going to end in Tulsa for a well, while. Well, it did. And for some people, I guess, did anybody die? No. But they're wow. Okies, are, Okies are usually smart about that. They get the yeah. hell out of the way most of the time. That's right. They don't mess around. That's good. That's good. You don't want some of them. Now, but, if it was a tornado, it'd be different. Like in the Dust Bowl, they all, but Dust Bowl, they all got the hell out of there and went to California. Yeah, hightailed it out. Yeah, of there. yeah. Well, if a, a tornado, tornado is a little different. You don't have as much time to get out of the way. Well, when a tornado siren goes off back home, everybody gets on the front porch and says, "Where's it at?" All right. Well, yeah, the tornado siren just went off here like a couple of days ago when it rained for three minutes. Uh-huh. Did it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Didn't yeah. Know you know, so I think that's probably where you, when you live in, in this part of the country, you're like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's not going to get us. And then you die in a tornado. It got us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's never been a tornado in Denton. I think I heard that one time. Really? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to know. It is. It is. We're about due then. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. This house is is like 110 years old. Yeah, it's still standing. Obviously, there wasn't a tornado here. Yeah, at least not on this street. Right. And I mean, and I guess there could have been a tornado here, like you know, before there were people here. <laughs> that's true. There might have been. If there's a tornado in the woods, nobody and nobody sees it. Was there a tornado? Whoa. That, we're going to get into quantum entanglement here think, pretty soon. I think you just blew my mind. Ask the trees. Ask the trees. You know, I, I would have to say yes. I believe that it's still there. Now, when people ask, does a tree make a sound? Sound is like, well, what do you consider sound to be? Is it when the vibration hits your ear and your brain processes it as a noise? Is that sound? Right. Because if so... Then if no one's around to hear it, then no, it doesn't make a sound, but it makes vibrations and moves air, you know? Exactly. Tornadoes, they're still going to fuck shit up. Like, uh, everything in front of us right now is only there because we perceive it with our brain. 
Right. Like so, the shit behind you. Yeah. Like uh, there's a guitar case. I didn't know exactly where it was until I looked at it. Exactly. But it could have been anywhere. Yeah. The Bob Dylan poster. I didn't know who that was until I read that it said Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> that is quantum physics at work. Yeah. Boom. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's it, powerful shit. That's, that's interesting. We're all we're all connected on a quantum level. I like it. I feel it. Yeah. Like in reality, we're, reality is only what we perceive it to be with our brains. So. Like if you look at that picture, or one of these posters, one of these posters could be to some other sort of being's perception to be like nine million miles long or tall. But with our brains, we look at it, and it's just you know. Or it could not even exist. That's until, right. Until you look at it and you manifest it and make it exist on that wall. Exactly. It's like the old cat in the bomb shelters thing. What's it? I don't know that one. What is, it sounds great, though. I want to hear Okay, it. so like the cat and the bomb. I, I don't know if I'm going to get this completely correct. But so there's a cat in the bomb shelter. In a bomb shelter. I got that much. And it could either be dead or alive. You opening the bomb shelter will either kill that cat or, you know, manifest its life that it's alive. So if you never opened... The bomb shelter and quantum entanglement, that would be like, you know, if you never opened that bomb shelter to see the dead cat, that cat may have never died. Okay. Because you forced nature to make a decision by perceiving it outside. Right. Or there could be a thousand cats in there. Right. You wouldn't know until you opened it. Yeah. To find that. But you know that there's, you know there's a cat inside. You already know that there's one cat in this bomb shelter that maybe you left there for a long time. Opening that bomb shelter, since we're all connected in you know quantum entanglement, opening that bomb shelter forces nature and physics to make a decision on whether that cat is dead or not. I don't see why opening it forces them to make that decision. Because you're going to perceive it. And if we're all connected by quantum entanglement, you're a part of that decision that, that makes but it. But couldn't you make that decision before you open it? What decision? If okay, so you put a cat in in the bomb shelter, then I'm thinking I know in my head that if a cat doesn't have food or water for a certain amount of time, it's going to die. So that right there is an entanglement that would quantum theoretically kill the cat, right? right yeah. Before you even open the thing, but I guess to make sure of it. Yeah, to make sure of it. Okay, I got gotcha. you. It's it's pretty. I mean, it's not like it's. <laughs> what? I said, what in the hell are you talking about? No, I, I totally get it now. Yeah, it, you know what I mean? It makes perfect sense. I'm going to have to listen to the podcast to get the full <laughs> yeah. effect of that one, man. I, I, I started listening to you. Like 30 seconds in, I was like, yeah, it was, no. I know. It was way out of my pay grade. <laughs> that's, it's not a fact, it's a theory. Right. Well, and. And theoretically, that's the power of your mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the power of the universe as you being one with it. And that's just an example. But there are many people, a lot of religions don't necessarily call it quantum physics, but they believe that your belief and your positive or negative thoughts can change the world around you. Mm. And some people call that religion, some people call it science, but whatever you want to call it, I think there might be something to it. Yeah. Know? If you sit around saying... You know, nothing ever happens for me and bad shit always happens to me. Why doesn't anything good happen to me? 
bad shit's probably going to happen to you a lot. Because you know? you're putting that out there. Right. But if you're a positive thinker and you're saying, you know, looking on the bright side of things, could be that's why things so could tend you to say go. karma? I, you know, that's, that's one way of looking at it, possibly. I'm still confused about the cat in the bomb shelter, though. <laughs> But well, it doesn't have to be a cat. Me. It can be anything. It can be... And please don't try this at home. Yeah. <laughs> please. Don't, don't go messing around. It could be anything. Over. It just makes... If there's something in there, say it's an inanimate object, just like some a chair. Right. There may or may not be a chair in there. Right. If there, well, say, say that there is a chair in there. But that chair could be broken. It could, it's been in there so long that it could be broken or it could be, you know, fully a good chair. You opening the door to the bomb shelter to look at it makes the universe make a decision on whether it's what it is. And if you don't open it, it's in sort of like what you might call sort of a suspended animation of, of existing but not existing at the same time. I, fu- I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. It's pretty far out. It is. It's far out, but, yeah, you know, but it's I fun got, to think about. I'm picking up what you're putting down. My brain just exploded again. <laughs> Twice in one day, man. Bullshit. Since the beginning of time, there had to be a man with a plan to push man forward. There was a caveman who invented wheels. And with those wheels, he pushed man forward. Someone had to come up with a new concept for life Had to push the mighty rock upon the mountaintop Got to work it out Got to think outside the box You got to think outside the bun If you want to be the magic one Who will lead the trail, blaze the rail be the one that you will know must be genius. Well, you know, we in the past few podcasts we've talked about some crazy shit that's going on. It seems like like just very weird things are happening right now. And a lot of it's related to guns and police and stuff like that. And I don't know what to make of it. We've been getting emails. Some people some people agree with us. You know, that it something seems fishy. Some people seem to think that I think that I have my mind made up and that I already know what happened, and I don't. So I'm sorry if some of you people out there think that. But right. But it's uh, there's just a, a lot of weird things going on. Like uh, you you said something earlier about the uh, National Weather Service bought forty six thousand rounds of hollow point jacket, forty caliber bullets. The weather service? Yeah, they're sending them out to weather stations. Mm. They also bought a bunch of paper targets, so I guess they need... Uh, training? Yeah, they say it's for training. Maybe they figured out hollow points could kill tornadoes. <laughs> well, you got to have hollow points to get through those paper targets. You, know? <laughs> you can't just use regular bullets. Right. You know? They bounce right off. But this is right after the Department of Homeland Security just bought 450 million rounds <laughs> of forty caliber hollow point jacket bullets. Oh, my bullets. God. And they've put a new order in just recently for 750 million rounds of different types of ammo. Okay. What the fuck does that mean? What are they doing? What are they, I don't know. What are they planning? They, they've also, uh, let's see, 
Department of Homeland Security has also ordered riot gear. They, they're putting out these purchase orders. So you can go online and look at them on yeah. .gov websites where they say, hey, do you make bullets? Send us a bid. We want 450 million of them. Wow. Yeah. So they have these wow. uh, solicitations, I think what they call it. But it's yeah. like a request, a service request or something. And then you got the TSA, which is a part of Department of Homeland Security, ordering checkpoint booths, bulletproof checkpoint booths with stop-and-go lights to set up checkpoints. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So On the highway? I guess. Apparently last year they set up over 9,000 checkpoints and random like search operations wow. in different places. And now they're ordering bulletproof... <laughs> booths i don't know man and it's just like obviously shit's gonna change right they're they're gonna right well if i follow the timeline correctly they're saying i guess this is just conjecture but it's not my belief this is what i've read but economy's gonna collapse and they've been putting there's been a lot of articles lately about how the government has told these big banks to be ready for an economical collapse mm -hmm. an economic collapse in America and then all that stuff people say with homeland security is getting prepared for civil unrest yeah when the and, economy collapses and that's uh, that's what a lot of people are saying uh, and i don't know you know but you, you know, this day and time, I think everybody should have a very open mind and not think, well, they would never do that. Well, the hell they wouldn't. Yeah. Because when a lot of money comes into play and power, people do anything, you know, and those people up there ain't like us. They're not normal people. They're millionaires. Yeah. You know, and they want power and money. I, I tend to... They're rich, bitch. <laughs> exactly. I tend to think the same thing, man. And then there's been all these shootings. There was another shooting in fucking... College Station yesterday. Jesus. Was it a student or? I I didn't read the story. Did that anybody clip. get killed? You know, this is what's so fucked up is there's so many fucking shootings where it's all this crazy shit that's like, eh, you know. Yeah, these shooting. shooting and these people. Uh, somebody put. I saw the other day online. Somebody put. Uh, I can't remember how it goes, but um, if guns don't kill people and people kill people, then does toast or do toasters not toast toast and toast toast toast? And I said no. And I commented, and I said, no, people toast toast. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And we use a toaster to do it. Yeah. There's, there's toast three... doesn't toast toast. Yeah. People toast toast. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And then I, I've been hearing the uh, argument. It's been proposed to me in the last couple of weeks, probably twice, about I don't think we need assault weapons. That you don't need to be out there with a semi-automatic. Well, it just takes one bullet. Right. You know, well, and right now they're saying, I don't think you should be able to have a magazine with this many rounds in it. You can have a magazine with 13 rounds in it. Yeah. But I don't think you need a magazine with 18 rounds in it. Right. Right. <laughs> like, really? As long as the cops and robbers got magazines with 18 rounds, I want one with 18 rounds. Yeah. I mean, it's... Well, I don't. I'm not kind of... I'm not Well, it's guy. just, it's just crazy. You know, it's, it's... I don't think that's the answer. It's not. I don't know what the answer is, really. I don't, and first of all, the... The Second Amendment, everybody always talks about, well, you know, we're not going to touch your hunting rifles or anything like that. Well, the Second Amendment is not about hunting. It's about... Right. Protect, yeah. You know, it's about the government. It's about tyranny, protecting yeah. against tyranny. Or an end domestic. Yeah. You're exactly right. More guns, less crime. I've said right. it before. Guns make you honest. I'll say it again. 
And the, and the reality is, is the Constitution is with the guns, is, is if your government gets tyrannical, it is the people's duty to form militias and rise up and take the government down. That's what the Constitution's about. But see, that's why they're trying to rip it apart now, because they don't want that. We're not advocating this right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're just, uh, I'm just saying what the Constitution is about yeah. and what it means. And that's yeah. what that means. It, you it's know. an interesting dynamic when a government gets so much power and they don't necessarily represent the views of the majority of the people. Right. Then at some point the people say things need to change. And there are various ways you can go about that, mm -hmm. right? And we've talked about that several times we were talking about that on the drive back like there's there's these things that republicans and democrats and people who don't aren't republicans or democrats can all agree on certain things that right. that should change you know so that that isn't like we should get a gun and go kill people right. it's things that you can do using the system but saying why don't we do this this would make things better or you know whatever this this seems to be a more logical way to do things right um, a good example is get rid of the electoral college, yeah. right? Things like that. You and know, put term limits on senators and congressmen. Right. Yeah, yeah. like things that just seem to make sense and that I think everyone could agree with. Right. You know, so not necessarily mean you should go shoot anybody. Right. You know? Yeah. Like you, you it, that's not not the answer. I don't think. Right. War is not the answer. No. No, but guns guns are a part of the answer, I think. I think if, yeah. you're, if you're armed, then people aren't going to fuck with you, you know? Yeah, you know, you always hear about on the news about some guy killing somebody, but you know, or shooting somebody, or going in and shooting somebody, but you never hear about the old man that stopped the robbery and shot two you very robbers. Rarely, yeah. Very rarely do you hear about it. Yeah. I, I hear those stories every now and then mm -hmm. where, you know, someone, like uh, that thing in Colorado, you know, if someone would have had a gun on them, not that it, I mean, shit, they probably could have, would have got killed too, you know, but yeah. there are a lot of cases where things like this happen. I think the last story I heard, a guy was, uh, got a knife somewhere, right? Wasn't that? Yeah, there's a guy stabbing, was this crazy guy walked into the store, I think it was like a, you know, so, sort of like a Kroger or something like that, yeah. was waiting in like the lobby area, and as people were walking out, just started stabbing people. One dude has had his CHL. And just said you, you know, basically you brought a knife to a gunfight, and he didn't kill kill him. Yeah, he, he just, just held him, there. held him there, and just the dude stopped, dropped the knife, and you know, stopped stabbing people. Easy, see? Yeah, perfect hey, example. Stop stabbing people, man. <laughs> I got a gun. So that's that's a good example to show you that guns can stop crimes, right? Because also, cops only come after the crime has been committed. That also goes to show you. That it's not just a gun that a crazy person can butt so yeah. fuck somebody up with. You can do yeah. a lot more damage with things. You can do a lot more damage than guns. You know? knife, knife crimes. We've talked about it before. Too. Knife crimes happen all the time. <laughs> Let's get rid of you. Okay. Yeah, so that is some crazy shit, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, and what about this lady in Tulsa with the, the vegetable garden? Have you heard any more about this? I don't think I've heard any. So there's there's they a lady. They probably put a black bag over her head and are beating her to death right now. <laughs> I she guess so. It threw her in the. There was a lady river. in Tulsa who had a vegetable garden in her front yard, and I guess the code enforcement or the city said she had to take it out within a certain amount of time because it the plants were too tall. And then she went back and read the code, and it says unless 
it's a well-maintained garden and blah, 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 blah. Her shit fit into the code. But the city didn't like the fact that she was growing vegetables. And they said, you have like two months to take care of this. Well, they came like three weeks later, before the two months was up, and bulldozed it out of her front yard. Oh, man. Tore it down. Those assholes. I did not hear that. Yeah. It's pretty crazy, right? That's nuts. I figured you would have... I figured you would have heard about that one. No, yeah. That's, well, I don't watch the news. That's below the belt, man. I mean, that's why would why? I know why. I don't know. And then and so also like uh, I think she was sick or something and growing like uh, medicinal herbs and not we're not talking about weed here, folks. We're talking about like echinacea and stuff like that, you know. And uh, so then she's saying, you know, she she's out of food, medicine, all this shit because of the city. And they they also took out her back garden too. She oh. had one in the backyard too. Those are just assholes right there. You know, it sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like it. Buzzkill. Like you're gonna go take down some old lady's garden. You just have nothing else to do. Like, can't you go bust some kids for making lemonade or something? <laughs> it seems like that's more of a threat. You know. Yeah, yeah. Those those Girl Scouts selling the cookies. Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes. What'd life be without homegrown tomatoes? Only two things that money can't buy, and that's true love and homegrown tomatoes. Well, you can go out to eat. And that's for sure But it's nothing the homegrown tomato won't cure Put them in a salad, put them in a stew You can make your very own tomato juice You can eat them with eggs, you can eat them with gravy Eat them with beans, pinto or navy Put them on the side, put them in the middle Put a homegrown tomato on a hot cake griddle Homegrown tomatoes, homegrown tomatoes What'd life be without homegrown tomatoes? Only two things that money can't buy Have you ever heard of Farce the Music? Huh? It's like some online. Uh, it says Farce the Music, hating on your favorite band since 2008. <laughs> and they put. Uh, so they take people's album covers and just put funny shit on it. And they did, <laughs> they did my new one. <laughs> it says. Uh, you know, obviously you guys have seen the album cover. Yeah. But it says, I'm trying to find it here. Because like, there's one with uh, David Allen Co. And it's fucking hilarious. He just goes, you ever wrestled a bar? <laughs> you know? It just looks like, I mean, check it out. But uh, on, on mine, they did, trust me, you don't want to see my face. <laughs> That's good. It's pretty funny. So what's that website called? Far- Farce the Music. Got to check it out. What a job. Yeah. Just sit around busting people's balls all day. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like it. <laughs> and there's one that <laughs> Alan Jackson says, suck it, country radio. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> wow. So they just do country records and uh, I guess, stuff man, like I that. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen it before. They tweeted at, at it. They tweeted Whoa. at you. Huh? There was there was a ripple in time just then. <laughs> Everyone heard it. Time traveling fools. <laughs> oh man, I sent. I wonder if it's still on my phone because it's a fucking hilarious picture. What do you got? I probably deleted it, man. 
Never mind. This is this picture of Queen Elizabeth at the Olympics, you know, like sternly staring down at one of the games, and the, the caption said, Kill them all, Philip. Kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did you see her jump out of that helicopter? She's a pretty spry bitch. That was impressive. She's a reptile. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch any of the Olympics really. They got her to go up in a helicopter with James Bond and they both jump out of the helicopter. Whoa. Yeah. Like Daniel Craig, James Bond. Is that his name? Yeah. I the new so. the new James Bond? Yeah. The newish yeah. James Bond? Yeah. I gotta say, I really like him as the new James Bond. Me too. I think he's a good Those one. There's been some great movies. Yeah, and that uh what's her name? Elizabeth? She's she's pretty good as the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she is. Looks just like her. She does. It's very, very strange. What a weird thing that is, right? The queen. Yeah, God, it's scary. She's a she's a lizard person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is a lizard person. <laughs> you know, if anyone, reptilian. if anyone is a shape shifting reptilian, I would <laughs> have to say that it's got to be Queen Elizabeth and and most of the royal family. Yeah, yeah. you know, they want this like royal blood. If you if you're gonna marry someone, you got to like have some sort of relationship to some other sort of royal thing it's because they all want to they want to keep the shape-shifting in the family right yep yeah. it's a pretty cool deal i think the shape-shifting yeah or the, or the, the, the blood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the blood <laughs> the blood the blood of the shape-shifting royals i like that kind of stuff it's pretty crazy it's yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah so what's going on now what what, what are we Besides the impending civil war, <laughs> there, there is an impending civil war. I've been having dreams about it. They are frightening. What happens in these dreams? Just everybody's fucking killing each other and running and scared, and there's bad news on TV. And the National Weather Service has hollow point bullets. <laughs> I can't find my wallet. <laughs> like, it's weird. Yeah. Maybe it's for when the tornado sirens go off, they'll come the National Weather Service come around with guns and say, Get the fuck off the port. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We're sick of these tornado deaths. If there's gonna be deaths, it's gonna be by our hand. We're gonna kill you for being stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on, I'm getting a call here. Uh-oh. Is it Grady? Yeah. Grady just called me. We're gonna call him back. This is probably a good time in the podcast to thank our uh, loyal staff who works very hard, taking all your emails from all over the world. Delvis, sir, went over there in the corner, setting up the... You can't forget Nikola Tesla doing all the technical <laughs> work here. Right. It's a whiz-bang operation here. <laughs> okay, we're going we're gonna to try to get Grady Don on the telephone. Here. Starfire Hot Sauce, Kenny Berry Brewing Company. Yeah. The government shut me down on that. <laughs> I didn't pay my taxes. Got to pay them taxes. Answer your telephone. Hey, buddy, what's up? Hey, what's going on, man? Not a lot. Um, calling to see what your availability might be for practice or anything tomorrow or Thursday. Well, let's see here. I'm I'm free, Grady. Yeah, I, I think I'll be around too. Do you realize that you're on the podcast right now? Well, you know, I was putting it together. <laughs> <laughs> it's an ambush. How's the podcast going? Uh, it's good. We've got E.T. and Big Dan in here. You you were shunned from this one, but it's all right. You'll be back next week. Well, and what are you talking are. about? 
Oh, impending civil war and all shit like that, you know. <laughs> yeah, the government's the loading usual. up on hollow points. Shapeshifters. Right, yeah, that too. And quantum. There's always a, uh, you notice you don't really drive the, drive down the highway these days without seeing a, some sort of big military vehicle being shipped somewhere close. Yeah, and that's strange. They're always going north, like away from, uh, you'd like to see those things going out to a port or something and, <laughs> and uh, you know, being shipped off to kill uh, non-Americans. Right. Um, yeah, what about the one that's parked in front of my house? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that one's been scaring the shit out of me lately. Have you, have you seen that, Grady? Yeah, yeah. They've got their eye on you, man. Yeah, yeah I know. They've been watching me for a few weeks now. They listen, they listen to the podcast. Oh, they're listening right now. I guarantee them yeah. to you. Hi, guys. Oh, <laughs> uh, so maybe we should base, have them to Taco Tuesday. Yeah, so, so bass player, what's his name again? Jason Bacchus. Jason Bacchus, he's down to do these things? Uh, he's checking with his supervisor today. It uh, doesn't seem like things are moving very quickly over there. Well, I'm actually calling. Go ahead. If if we if we can't make it happen, we can't make it happen. We'll just do a four piece, you know. That's why I was calling Starfire. Yeah, I gotta I gotta learn some some tunes, but I could do it. Dude, you know it. I kind of know. Come it. on, you know we're, you we're know him better than upside down for you, you know him better than this guy, this other guy. Yeah, that could be. What about the what about the uh, uh like a fiddle player? <laughs> Sometimes I like fiddles. <laughs> you like fiddling about? Yeah, just fiddling around with a fiddle, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. and we are in Texas, and there's a law. Got to have a fiddle in the band. <laughs> I've there heard that. A law. They don't enforce that, though. No, thank goodness. Yeah, but sometimes you never know when they'll, they'll show up. That's true. Yeah, We've just like been the, lucky. like the ABC. Yeah. They have been shooting <laughs> motherfuckers lately, so... Uh, yeah. It's a crap shoot. Kick down the door and, and mow us down. All right, uh... Yeah, you better get on that. Get us, get us a fiddle stat. What about boxcar fiddle? I'll ask him. You know, DT, what are you doing? Why are you so quiet? What? Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> I'm learning, but it's not a big deal. We'll just do it for a piece. It's it's. We'll. I'll, I got my electric. We'll do. You know. We'll we'll be good. Let's talk about the real issue. How mad we are, at Big Dan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I know. I knew this was coming. Uh, that's why I, would, I was just sitting over here, quiet in my corner. With... They're trying to figure out my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So, for our listeners who are wondering what the fuck's going on, uh, we've got a couple of gigs this weekend, and Amaral and Lubbock, but Big Dan is not going to be there. He's got a gig with Pearl. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know a fiddle, fiddle player. Why don't we have Pearl play fiddle for us in <laughs> for these two gigs? And then Dan well, can go play. Idea. Dan can go play her gigs. I'll just sing her songs. Dude. I'll wear a dress <laughs> and boots. Problem solved. <laughs> put a feather in my hair. <laughs> I'm glad we got that figured out. Yeah, that's easy. Um, so you'll do that. You and Hillary will Hillary will play guitar and stuff, and you'll just stand there with the ukulele and a fiddle <laughs> and play and sing. Put makeup on, and just yeah. go like go out there as Amanda Shires and like yeah. <laughs> don't say anything. <laughs> Look, I know we're laughing, but think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a definite possibility. Man, that's crazy. Okay, well, I'm glad that you guys don't need me. You just uh, you just want Pearl. Well, she's gonna have to wear. 
like uh, red pants, red pants, and <laughs> a Cannibal Corpse T-shirt. <laughs> we'll, we'll make her get some REM tattoos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, what else been going so, on, Grady? I don't know. I don't know. Hell. <laughs> um, I uh, was about almost had a weekend off last weekend, but then I had people. Uh, people need a drummer sometimes. Last minute. Last minute drumming. But, How are your yeah. gigs? How are your gigs? Who did you play with, and how did it go? I played with Hairs on the Mountain, which was really fun. We played at Club Dada. Cool. And then uh, I played at the Foundry with Whiskey Folk Ramblers. Ooh. This is in Dallas. This is a place we should seriously consider uh, booking. The, f- the Foundry. That sounds interesting. Where is that? Uh, it's in Oak Cliff. It's a new place. They got a lot of cool it's, shit uh, going on in Oak Cliff lately, right? Yeah, they do. It's, it's a little hard to describe. It's like a... Uh, I'm not going to try and describe it. It's cool. Don't describe it. Cool is, is the best description it's, you could yeah. give. How are the bathrooms? Is there a door, um, is there a door on the shitter? <laughs> yeah. Okay. There's a door on the shitter, man. All right. Well, they're locked. Then we're, we're there. Yeah. Sign us up. Yeah. I, think, I knew that would be a thing, so I checked it out. I didn't, I didn't have to go. <laughs> there was a guy in the shitter. I'm, I'm just like, you know, banging on the door like, does this lock? <laughs> 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 I did find out that it locks. Yep. Okay. After you broke the lock, Mike just kicking in the door yeah. for God. some poor fuck on the shitter. God, Blumkin, we got to have that in the rider. Case of beer. I don't do that, Daniel. Shitter. Anymore. I don't do Blumkins anymore. <laughs> That's just foul in every way. Glad you knew what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually well, going to add that to the writer, a door on the shitter. <laughs> you have to word it exactly like that, yeah. too. A case of beer and the door on the shitter. It can't be like a fully enclosed bathroom. Yeah. Or it's the door on the shitter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Blumpkins for the boys. And I put like how they do in writers when they... They put they spell out the word one and then also put in parentheses the numeral one and I'll put one door on the shitter. <laughs> yes. Only one. Yeah. <laughs> and the shitter must be fully operational. Yeah. I stayed in the Sippy's house in New Orleans, a uh, boxcar did. He had no door on his uh shitter. So there was seriously just a copy of the newspaper sitting on the on the back of the toilet. So when you you had to take a shit. You just pull, you know, pull the newspaper up, so everyone could see that you were that you were taking a shit, but they couldn't really, you know, see <laughs> your stuff. Your business. I've I've stayed at a house that had uh, like hippie beads for a door on the shitter. Yeah, yeah, which is not not very good either. You know what I think would be good is just a, a mask. <laughs> so you just you know you're on the shitter and you just hold a mask over your face or or, or like an Obama or, mask. <laughs> they're so yeah, whatever. And so they're like, you know, they know they can see everything that's going on, but then they're like, I don't really know who that is. Yeah, or or they just get the image of Obama taking a shit instead of. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone on the shit. That's that's what's burned into their head. <laughs> Why is Richard Nixon taking a shit in yeah. your house? Huh. And where's Grady at? <laughs> yeah, it's got to be Richard Nixon because when 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 they walk by, you can give like the peace sign and shake yeah. it. <laughs> oh, I'm not a crook, dude. Get a, I think an Elvis mask would also be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just that just makes me sad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Ixnay yeah, on the Elvis. That's probably mask. bad karma. It's too literal, and you may die. It's too literal, and it's too soon. Honestly, <laughs> I always got to dark dark the situation. 
Okay, Grady, well, you have fun working and teaching those kids how to hit little drums. Y'all have fun. Uh, I'll be in touch about tomorrow. All right, Grady. Right on, Grady. Take care. Take care, boy. All right, later. Bye. See ya. Later. There ain't no big man living in the sky. Well, um, I so, want to. Uh, you got a new record coming out soon, Charlie. Yeah, I do. It's coming out a week from today, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Ooh. Awesome. Or a week from yesterday. Yeah, a week from yesterday, because I guess it is Wednesday. So, um, yeah. So, uh, we're going to play a song off of that. There's two songs that are already kind of out there, which are um, Seawall and Lost in the Crowd. So, why don't we play Dear Diana? Let's do it. Is this and this is the one that they may be playing on some radio stations near you. Yeah. So call them request. That's right. Call them, tell them you want to hear this played on your radio station locally. And also, I think that this entire app, this right here, this on Dear Diana, it's just us two and Rick, right? And there are also some foot stomps. Oh yeah. But By yeah, us too, and Morgan. Yeah, but pretty much, yeah, it's it's pretty sparse. Yeah, in the uh, recording, but I think it still it still sounds full, full, full of life, and full of life. Good. So here it is, "Dear Diana" by Charles B. Shafter and the Fuck Me Nots. <laughs> Dear Diana, where did you go? Dear Diana, where did you go? Across the mountains where the aspens grow Dear Diana, where did you go? I'll be loving you, darling, night and day I'll be loving you, darling, night and day Until the top falls out and the sides turn gray I'll be loving you, darling, night and day Dear Diane, I still see you Dear Diane, I still see you 
In the still of the night in a dream so true Dear Diane, I still see you You must have left some time ago You must have left some time ago But like a wildfire you go wherever I blow You must have left some time ago It's not far you stray In the cool morning and the jittering day Like a park in the city where children play Like a park in the city where children play Our oh, bench nearby is where you stay Like a park in the city where children play Diana, this life is rough I believe sometimes I've had enough Dear Diana, this life's rough Great song. Ah, it sounds great. It was awesome. Playing a song off the new record is is a good thing. It's good to have that shit finished and in your hands. It's yeah. something to look at and share with other folks. So, so make sure you buy it so that we can make all sorts of rich money off of it. Which exactly. Actually, so we can just pay back the debt that we owe on it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Keep Charlie out of debtor's prison. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the music, guys. You hear that coming in? Yeah, that's it. All right, tune in next week, folks. We got a we got a really exciting show planned for you. It's gonna be fucking crazy. I'm already. I can't stop thinking about it. Me yeah. neither. Yeah. It's been in the works for a while. Oh yeah, some uh, very important things going next week. Crazy shit. Don't miss it. That's right. Golden light Friday, blue light Saturday. Be there. For producer James the Robot, technical engineer Nikola Tesla, and your host Starfire on the Mountain and Charlie Shafter, this has been another episode of You Can't See Us.